Adriana, welcome to Live Your Life with Purpose Podcast. I'm super excited to talk. Uh, I, we've known each other a little while through friends of the family. Um, uh, my wife's uh, cousin and you guys are really uh, close friends, right? You know, you and Omar go go back a little bit, right? Is that uh... my husband and Omar go way back? Yeah, yeah, excellent. And so I think that we might have met uh, once or twice when we were, you know, in uh, um, in Florida. But um, I'm super excited to talk uh, and really get into some of the things that drive you because I know that one one thing that uh, um, from looking at your profile and and talking to you, I know that you're really um, health and fitness driven, um, as well as just helping others kind of have this mindset of trying to achieve all of all that they want, right? Um, and so was that a mindset that you developed early from parents? Was that a mindset that you just naturally kind of evolved into? I've always had a, um, I'm going to do this mindset. Yeah. So, you know, from from as, as early as going to to back to school at the age of 34 mm -hmm. and my second pregnancy, I was like, I'm going back to school. And I did a four-year degree in two years. You know, and I, I was like, that. I'm going to get a bachelor's degree because my daughters deserve for their mom to have a bachelor's degree. And so it was always like that mindset, I have to do this. I'm going to do this. And, you know, I'll do it to the it best of my ability. And once you put your mind to doing something and take that first step, you know, the rest is, it's hard work, but you know, it's so much easier to, once you get started um, yeah. and then just developing that mindset. Cause right. As soon as you start to prove to yourself that, Hey, I wanted to do this and then I did it. Um, that helps with, okay, well, what else do I want to do? Right. Exactly. <laughs> and exactly. so how has that led? I know that you have a few different businesses. You have uh, an, um, a daycare, right? Yeah. And how did that, yeah. How did that, how did that business evolve for you? Well, um, when my daughter was young, we're three, four years old. Um, she used to go to a daycare and I didn't like the way she was treated. Mm. You know, from friends that were saying, Hey, they did this to your daughter. And I was like, Oh, I don't like that. Um, I found out my daughter through that process that she was autistic. Mm -hmm. So it just led me to really focus on, I want to open up a preschool where I can give these children an education, not just watch TV all day long, have them learn. And it was driven because of my daughter. Yeah. Well, and, 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 uh, and certainly it's like, okay, well, you want, if my daughter's not getting something that she needs, right, then it's mm -hmm. like, okay, well, what can I do to, to do that? So, so yeah, opening up a business where you, it myself. Can, <laughs> you can, you can do that for your daughter and then do that for other, other children and now start to make an income where it's like, okay, all of these things can work. And I think that that's important, right? Like, Absolutely you can do these things that have meaning and purpose for you and still find a way to make money. Absolutely. Yeah. And so you do that in um, a few different ways, right? So what are some of the other businesses that you have? It's just the preschool and the health and fitness business. Mm. Um, mm. Network marketing. 
Yeah. So with, with the health and fitness, were, was that something that you grew up in? So I know for me, like I was always involved in sports through, you know, through my younger years, but then I stopped kind of later on in life. And it really wasn't until the past kind of six years that it's really kind of come back for me. Um, what was, how was that for you? I was anti-gym, anti-exercise, <laughs> anti-everything. And uh, in my mid-30s, um, I started getting a lot of anxiety and panic attacks and, you know, basically just checking myself into the hospital because of all of that anxiety. I thought something was wrong with me. And the doctor just said to me if I was making an appointment with myself. And I said, I don't know what you mean. But if you're talking about exercise, it's not going to happen. He goes, you need to move your body for 30 minutes a day. I don't care what you do, but you need to exercise. And I said, you know, fine, whatever. I went to the local YMCA and I signed up and 30 minutes became an hour. And then the weight started coming off. And from that point on, I never, again, it's been 10 years. 11 years and I've never had another anxiety attack or anything mm. of that nature. Well, so that's really would, powerful yeah. for people to understand too, right? Like a lot of our mental health is not just driven by like some of these different things. We can, we can, we can help our mental health by yeah. eating some different foods, by giving Absolutely. our bodies some exercise, some stress relief. And, yeah. um, and we can relieve some of those anxieties and, and, and things that kind of creep in, right? Like sometimes we put boundaries on ourselves and then we get anxiety when we step out of those boundaries. But when you exercise and move yourself and you break new boundaries and you do new things, those become, those become easier. I, I believe exercise is, is the cure for any ailment you may have. I don't, mm. you know, I, I, I refuse to take any medication. I was like, I'm not going to take a medication. I'm going to go exercise. And that's mm. what I did. Yeah. And, and, and so how has that evolved? I mean, just your, I know what it does for me mentally, but what does exercise and giving that to yourself on a daily basis do for you? To me, it is my saving grace. Mm. I, I have to exercise. I feel good when I'm done. Not every day is a good day. Not every day do I want to. Oh, right. Like sometimes you wake up and you're just like, oh my God, I I really like, I can't do this today. But But as soon as you're done, you feel good. I focus on the after feeling. Yeah. I said, I can't think about how I feel right now. I got to focus on what I'm going to get out of it at the end, how I'm going to feel, how proud I am going to be that I finished a workout. And then Mm -hmm. it just sets the tone for your day. It really does. And, and do you do that for like a week or because a lot of what I try to uh, help people with is understanding, you know, what do you want to accomplish in a week? What do you, how do you feel? How do you want to feel? Like, what is that end result? And then you work yourself backwards. And so we don't always like the activities that are associated with feeling a certain way or getting to, to, to a certain point, but those those activities are crucial for us to feel a certain way or to be a certain way. Right. Um, and, and, and for you to feel good and, and, and be happy and all of that other stuff and not have those anxieties 
sometimes exactly. sometimes we have to wake out of you know uh, get up out of bed and go work out even when it's the last thing that we want to do um and uh and it helps to have supportive people around you to to help you with that so do you find that support uh and obviously give that support to, to others absolutely we every morning i wake up about uh six o'clock 5 45 6 and we have a zoom link where we all log on mm -hmm. aside from our exercise we all log on so all of my friends clients they're all there working out i love it and they're they're like they're doing it why can't i mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so they're you know we're, we're not taught we just say good morning but we're all working out doing a different workout. I turn on my TV, I start my workout and they're there. And it helps and with the accountability, class, right? Like, absolutely. yeah, you know, it, because it's, it's, it's like, okay, well then, um, you know, that even when you don't want to work out, it's like, okay, well, I've got a group of people that are expecting me. Uh, so that also helps, but then also, you know, when you're not there for a few days, people get concerned, like, Hey, is everything okay? And so if you yeah. are having a bad day and, or going through something, having this group, this community that you're building allows for that ability to be able to reach out to, to people and to help them through a situation. I'm sure. Have you found that? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, sometimes I'll be the last one on there because I got on a little late and there's a girl that I see that she's like, and I'm like, come on, let's go. You got this. And, and you just stay with her and it'll mm -hmm. take me another 20 minutes, but I'll stay there until she's done. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's like, thank you for staying on and thank you for just pushing me. And I don't know who she is. She could be somebody else's client or whatever, but we're all there. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're there for. It's a whole community. Mm -hmm. Now, have you surprised yourself with the things that just from working out has given you, have you surprised yourself with kind of like where you are now versus when you first started? Like, I can't even believe I have those thoughts of that, like what I could do or, or, or any of those things. Well, the mindset changed in, in once I became part of a beach body. Yeah. Cause I yeah. was gym for six years for five years, I, I did the competition and it's a very, uh, I don't want to say toxic, but it's toxic mm -hmm. because it's a very judgy environment. That competition mm -hmm. was a very judgy environment. So coming into this kind of environment where nobody's looking at how much you weigh, but how you feel, um, it was a very, a big shift in my mind. I had to get out of my head myself and say, okay, they're just, they like me, you know, <laughs> they don't, they don't care that I'm 20 pounds heavier. Well, or, and that's it. You know, once I, you know, for me, when I found a community like that, um, it's amazing how the perception was all in my head um, of, you know, kind of, oh, you know, you've, you've got to just lift heavy weights and do all of these different things. And, you know, it's, it's, it's such a negative mindset, but that's just kind of how I grew up. Um, and I'm happy that I, I found yoga before I got into like moving a barbell around because yoga taught me to leave my ego at the door, to just go in and to work on myself and try to be better than I was yesterday. And that's all that we're trying to do, right? Is just, that's you know, 
be better than we were yesterday. I'm not competing with anybody other than myself. And so once you, once you find that support group and find that system, it's amazing what happens, right? Like it, you, you really yeah. are able to kind of enjoy the things that you're doing. Um, enjoy the groups. To that, too. Yeah, no. And, and you know what? I don't need a six pack abs. I need to love me. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And that's first and foremost. And I tell everybody the same thing. Love you. Yeah. yeah. You know, when I started on this journey for myself, I was about 290 pounds. Um, oh. And so I used to be a big, I used to be a lot heavier and just unhealthy. Um, and then through this transition, I've, I've kind of understood that I can, I can really move myself in the direction that I want. And so at one point I had gotten down to about 197 pounds and, but I lo was looking at myself and I was just like, you know, this isn't the weight that I want to be. And so now that I'm back up to about 215, I, you know, it's like, this is, this is what's comfortable for me. This is who I like in the mirror. And, you know, just because I was thinner back then doesn't mean that I liked what I saw. And so it, it you know, that's where, you want everyone to get to right is that just enjoy that skin that you're in regardless of really what the the scale says what feels good on your body and that's you know and that's the fun part i mean everybody wants to lose weight it's just it's a society thing you want to get rid of those miserable 10 pounds the 15 pounds great that's fine but do you feel good mm. Do you feel good? Do you feel healthy? What do your lab works say? Yeah. And are you doing it for the right reasons? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, are you doing it just for yourself or is it because, you know, you're trying to do something because of somebody else's perception? And, uh, and so, so how do you help do you, you know, being in this Beachbody environment, how do you help your clients through these transitions? Um, you mean the transition of exercise? Well, or just even sometimes like mindset, right? Like, you know, you kind of get in and, and, and helping them see themselves sometimes a little bit differently than they, than they are very are. big. We're very big on personal development Yeah. and, and picking up a book and just, you know, feeding your mind with positivity, surrounding yourself with people who are going to cheer you on, fix your crown. Mm -hmm. and you know help you get through all the hurdles but we're big on that we're very big on that and you know it's nutrition the exercise i can't babysit you you know i can't call you every morning and say hey remember you got to get up and work out you got to start wanting to do that for yourself yeah it was a big transition for me going from a gym where someone was pushing me all the time to coming home and saying i have to push myself mm-hmm nobody's going to do it for me. And that's mm -hmm. kind of how I help my clients. This is something you're going, this is a lifestyle. This is not just a 21 day thing or that you paid a trainer for three months because you can't keep paying that trainer every month, those 300, $600, whatever it may cost. Oh no. Yeah. So, you know, this is for life. This is not a 30 day challenge. This is not a six month thing. This is for life. So little by little, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Mm -hmm. So little by little, we get you there. And now, you know, that just, I love that sentiment. It, you know, really feels like you have, you know, one, 
gone through some different, you know, kind of adversities and going back to school at 35, you know, is certainly a, a challenge, right? Like having a family working and then going to school, like that's not a, that's not an easy thing to do. So, you know, you've done all of these things, which really allows you to then give perspective to other people that might be going through, you know, uh, an inflection point that they may have. Um, and so when did you first kind of, I mean, obviously you enjoy helping people or else you wouldn't kind of be doing what, you know, you do. So like, where does all of that come from? Yeah. Like, is that something that you've always just kind of had a natural tendency for? I, I just, you know, I'm, my love language is, is, is giving. Yeah. I like giving gifts. I will send my friends something in the mail for no reason. That's just my love language. I'm not very good at accepting mm. gifts. You know, I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> but that's my love language. So if I can help you, if I can, if you call me to, to talk to me for an hour about and cry on the phone, I just, I enjoy that. Yeah. It's, it doesn't bother me. I like helping. I like, you know, teaching or educating you on what I do or, or how I do my business or how an exercise is supposed to, I love it. I love mm -hmm. it. What's been some of the most like challenging things that you've had to kind of work through for people? Um, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure there's, you know, kind of ups and downs with that, you know, with the whole process. What, you know, is there, is there a common theme that people sometimes seem to have that you're able to, to help them through? Well, my biggest, you know, thing sometimes is when people quit on themselves, mm. that they don't give it a chance. They want quick, fast, and in a hurry. They want the 10 pounds gone now. They want to see a change in a week, um, you know, and they just end up canceling everything and giving up on themselves. Mm. And, you know, you try to reach out what happened and they don't even know. Yeah. They don't even know. Um, so that's, that's where it gets tough where you're like, come mm -hmm. on, you can do this. I, I just don't have the drive that, it, you know, and they'll give you the 7,000 excuses and it's just fear, mm -hmm. fear of trusting the process, fear that they're going to succeed. People are actually fearful of success. Yeah. Yeah. And have so I believe. Have you ever had an inflection point like that where you where you had this kind of like fearful pause? You seem like you maybe don't have some of that. It's like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. So I'm just going to do it. Um, has there ever been something that has given you kind of that that pause that was hard for you to push through? I, I have that still at times. Can I really do this? Yeah. You know, am I talented enough? Um, you know, but you hear success stories and you hear all other people doing this and this. And I was like, how come I can't get the unicorn um, mm. coach? You know, the one that's just going to run with the business. How, why don't I, why don't I? So I, I face a lot of that self-doubt yeah. limiting beliefs where I just have to stop. You know, I read a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, it helps me get through those barriers, but certainly they're always there. Sometimes mm. they come visiting in your head once in a while and you're like get out mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly it happens we all have those limiting beliefs and it's a, it's up to you to have that two millimeter shift and just 
get it out of your minds and say, I can yeah. do this. Why not? Yeah. You know, and I, I, I find that for myself a lot. I, uh, I'm a, I'm a pretty sensitive person, so I have kind of highs and lows and sometimes those lows can be, um, you know, really self-limiting and, and when I start to feel bad about myself, I want to throw the kitchen sink in there and just, you know, kind of wallow in that misery. Um, I mean, it happened but, to me today. Yeah, did it? Yeah. Because today, um, we have a report that comes out, you know, um, every second Friday, every quarter, right? Yeah. And I'm not where I wanted to be. So I see all these people saying, I'm here, I'm here. I'm you're like, I'm not there. Mm. So I shut down. Mm. That's my, I, re, I re, retract and I'm just like, okay, I'm not talking to anyone today. That's just my- You get quiet. Like, get yeah, quiet. like you start to kind of get internal and just like, eh. mm-hmm. Exactly. You're like, ah, oh, I'm not there. <laughs> you start to doubt yourself, but you know, it's well, just a moment. You know, and it, exactly. It's just a moment. Well, you know, there's something that um, I heard Oprah Winfrey talking to a group of students one time, and um, I've never been able to find that information afterwards, but I think it was like Stanford students. And she was sitting around, must've been like 20 students. And she was saying that regardless of how great things are or how horrible things are right now, is just a moment in time. And, you know, that was a really powerful thing for me to kind of shift through was that, okay, this is just a moment in time. This doesn't define anything about who we are. And it is just a period in our life. And it's just a matter of where that's going to go. And I think that that's, that, 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 that's powerful. And, and, mainly because, you know, things, things typically don't happen as quickly as we want them to, which allows us to stop, which doesn't allow us to continue and to keep that momentum going. Um, because it's, uh, you know, we're like, analysis, analysis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I read a book or not read a book, but I used to watch a lot of, uh, David Goggins videos. He's a, he's a Marine. And he oh, does a lot of ultra yes, marathon I know stuff. Him. Yeah. You him. know, and he talks about when you hit your wall, you've only gone 40%. And that was a powerful thing for me to understand. But once I did, then you, you really can kind of break through a lot of mental amazing. Things, yeah. When you when you like, oh, I'm tired. I can't do anymore. And it's like, what are you tired yeah. from? Like, <laughs> when you hear his story, you're like, okay. <laughs> Running on broken feet, on broken legs, yeah, yeah, yeah. like he, he you know. Understand. So you know, it really it becomes this mindset thing of like, what can we do? Um, but yeah. So when you look at your, you know, kind of career obviously some of the most you know uh things that we're most proud of would be family and 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 kids and things of that nature but outside of that um when you look back at kind of what you've done what you've pushed past you know businesses that you've started things of that nature what's some of the most stuff that you know what's the maybe the one thing that you're most proud of my preschool Mm. <laughs> I love my preschool, but you know, it's just, I've never stopped moving. Mm. I'm never content. When I say content, it's not, not that I'm not happy. I'm just, 
I always want more. Okay, we recycle. What's the next one? We recycle. Mm -hmm. What's the next one? Yeah. You know, it's just why? Mm -hmm. Why shouldn't Which... I have five streams of income? Exactly. You know, here you have people like Jennifer Lopez, Kevin Hart. They sell clothes. They sell cologne. They do movies. They sing. They rap. They, you know, mm -hmm. those are all different streams of income. Jennifer Lopez now has a makeup line. She does perfume, gym clothes. She has a gym. Mm -hmm. When know, I we started, have a coaches who has a now opened up a restaurant. Um, you know why not? Mm -hmm. When I started this whole process for myself, um, it was after I took care of my mom who had Alzheimer's, and I did a lot of reflecting. And I and I so I kind of came up with this weekly accountability worksheet for myself that turned into a 90 day goal setting journal. Um, and one of the things that I wrote down first thing is multiple streams of income for retirement, because, you know, I, that's what I'm working towards. That's what I always want. I want, you know, money coming in from here, money coming in from here, money coming in from here. Um, and that's the fun part about all of it. It's the reason why those folks have what they have and do what they do you know they take advantage of all of those they're willing to do what people are not willing to do yeah mm -hmm. um we are living in the most what if world right now and mm -hmm. everything is what if you're living what if I mean, so try it and you know people but and that's really where people are are, are definitely afraid of fail of failure you know i mean you okay. it's like okay well um or like you said that's success because then they don't know what to do with it but they have to realize yeah. that more than likely their success is not going to come in a month and so they're yeah. not you're not going to go from you know living paycheck to paycheck to having a million dollars in the bank within you know a, a two-month period unless you win the lottery so chances are you're going to learn how to adjust all the way through so stop worrying about you know all of those things and just be present i, right? I always say you know you're, you're working for someone else making them money why not work for yourself you know you you always put in the extra hour you do the extra task to get that other 25 cent raise or so that you're noticed why are you not doing it for yourself mm -hmm. in your home mm -hmm. you know and we're not selling anything creepy you're selling health and fitness and you know you're a blessing to be a blessing mm -hmm. <laughs> that's it it really is and and you know and then the ripple effect of that is amazing right i mean oh, and it's so and, rewarding you know, so it must give you so much enjoyment when you see people who were hesitant in the very beginning, and then all of a sudden become these powerhouse individuals. I know for my wife, you know, once she started working out, she used to be like, oh, I've got no upper body strength. Oh, I got no this. But then she started giving that to herself. And now anytime we need to move something around the house, she's like, well, let's go. And it's just like, she can, she can do all of these things. Energy, she no longer, energy, yeah. everything. And like, and she I, sees I, I, I want to look, I want to have your body or I want to look like you. And it's like, I don't, I didn't look like this, you know, in a month. I've been at this for years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've been at this for years. So I can stop working out for a month 
and lose all my muscle tone because the body is just, it's that way. It's that and way. I can get back and do weights and I'll just, my muscle memory will come right back. Yeah, it really does. And, uh, but it is, it's just about keeping, like I've had a vision in my head of what I've wanted and that has just evolved um, mm -hmm. over time you know, but the, the, the goal, especially losing both of my parents early was just to be as healthy as I can for as long as I can. And, and, and the activities have changed because kind of my ability has changed, but that goal has still remains and will always be that same thing is just to be as healthy as I can for as long as I can. That's it's um, one body. It's all we got. <laughs> that's it. So the other thing that I want to just talk about, I, you know, is family. And so you are a huge family person and, you know, being friends with Gina and Omar uh, mm -hmm. and marrying into that family. It's, it's such a, such a warm and cozy feeling. And so, oh, yeah. um, you know, I love the energy that you have with the round celebrating and family and just being close with the people that you're close with right and so was that something that was always for your family was that just something oh, yeah. that you kind of grew up with yeah i love i love being around family i mm -hmm. love having people over my house i love hosting parties i'll find any excuse to throw a party <laughs> any. Like, my daughter lost her tooth let's throw a party <laughs> for real i'm like we're having a party and it, it doesn't have to be the whole full blown out party but you know just having 10 friends over and having a great time well because it's nice to laugh and it's nice to relax right we have so much stress and if we're not doing anything to alleviate that stress it really becomes this boring mundane world right Yes. And I'll tell you something. One thing I teach um, as far as nutrition goes is I was so restrictive in dieting mm. when I was competing. You know, I couldn't go out with my family. I couldn't do this because I was so restricted to asparagus and tilapia and cod and bleh, food. Right. So now I'm like, live your life. You want to have the pizza? Have the pizza. No, you can't have it every day. Yeah. And don't eat, you yeah. know, 10 slices, but you know, you can, <laughs> you know, enjoy the food, enjoy the food, you know, live, you, you know, and enjoy it. There's a, uh, there's a, there's a guy who owns a gym in our area that started a nutrition program because, you know, he was trying to follow the macros and all of this stuff. And, you know, he's like, okay, at the end of the day, I was left to eat fat and it's like, so what do I do? Like, how am I supposed to just take, like, just throw an avocado on a celery leaf and eat it? Like, it's just not what I want, how I want to finish my calories for the day, you know? And so he started kind of this freedom nutrition where it's just like, you know, eat the foods that you want, have an idea of where you should be and, and, you know, don't overeat, but don't undereat as well, because we need calories. Like we have yeah. to take in calories in order to do all of the fun stuff that we want to do for ourselves. But, um, but yeah, enjoy the food. I tell everybody, I go, you know, we're smart enough to know we shouldn't be eating, 
you know, processed foods. We shouldn't be eating the fast foods, except Chick-fil-A. Everybody can have Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody gets a free pass. Um, you know, stay away from those foods. Stay away from the processed sugars. You know, we mm-hmm. all know what we shouldn't eat. Mm-hmm. You know, and just stick to, to But when you do, eating. it's okay. Just enjoy it. Like, and then exactly. don't don't beat yourself up about it. You're just like, okay, I know, I I know damn well that I'm going into this weekend. And you know, especially for me, like something like I've guess I have season tickets to the Patriots. And so if I'm gonna go tailgate on Sunday, you know, it's 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 no holds barred. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go, I'm gonna have a good time, and I'm not worried about my calories that day. But my, come exactly. Monday, I, then I, I you know I, I I focus a little bit more and so you dial yeah. in and then that's it. That's mm-hmm. it. But I love you know the weekends. Hey, let's throw a couple steaks on the barbecue, let's throw a couple burgers, get in the pool, mm-hmm. whatever. Drink a couple proseccos. all the fun fun. and it really because it is so important um and so how do you stay focused on things that you want for yourself you've achieved a lot and you continue to achieve a lot and so how do you you know continue to evolve your goals continue to keep all of the priorities in front of you i really have learned to manage my time that is the biggest thing. At the beginning, I was all over the place. What do I do first? What do I do here? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Mm-hmm. So it's just managing my time. And I wake up before my family wakes up. Mm-hmm. And the morning I read my, my devotional or, you know, read a, my book of faith and whatnot, and just get into a good mindset. I work out by the time they wake up, I'm done with most of the things. Mm-hmm. that I like to accomplish in a day. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the day is, you know, I set out two hours to work my business and whatnot. And so that's a that's a huge part that I think that people don't necessarily kind of understand. Um, it's really about the way that you set your day and the way that you attack your day. You You take care of yourself. And so the more that you take care of you, then you have greater capacity to help others. But if you're not taking care of yourself, then you don't have the full capacity to help other people. And I really learned that when I was taking care of mom, because I wasn't taking care of myself. And I looked back and I was like, I gave her everything that I had 100%, even 125%. Mm -hmm. But I could have given her a better version of me. And so now that's what I think about is, is, is this version of me. And if I don't take care of me, then you don't, then you don't get that best version. And, and that's a disservice to me and it's a disservice to you. And so that's nothing else. Nothing else works. Yeah. You don't take care of you first. Nothing else works. Mm -hmm. So, so you know, my kids, by the time my kids are up and my husband wakes up, you know, they don't have to worry about, oh, I got to go to the gym or I got to go to the garage and work out for an hour or I'm sorry, you know, I'm present. Mm-hmm. I'm present. I do what I have to do because, you know, they're in school, virtual school. So yeah. I, I'm still here, but I take advantage of that and I work on my business for two or three hours, do what I have to do. So my evenings are, it's for them. Yeah. And so how is that? 
you know, for, you know, for you guys the past year, I know, I mean, obviously it's been tough, um, but, you know, business-wise, for school-wise, how has, how have things evolved for you? There, well, it, it's, it's an up and down, yeah. you know, we had to close a school last year for a couple months, but we're back up and running. They just mm -hmm. announced that we can have our full capacity back. Oh, good. So that's a plus, but it was, it was, you know, scrambling around who goes home, who doesn't go home, what teacher can work a full day, half a day. So that was rough. Um, but my kids are doing good. Thankfully, yeah. they've adjusted. They're very independent, mm -hmm. but I've taught them that way. <laughs> um, well, and there's a lot in, in, regardless i think that the one thing that everyone will now understand that we all have in common is that you know covid gave us all stress last year now it's everyone had varying levels of stress some mm -hmm. folks had a lot more stress than others but we all had stress and so it's really a matter of understanding that hey if we be a little bit more sympathetic to what people are going through Absolutely. um you know then then we don't have to necessarily act in a certain way, right? Like you have a conversation with somebody and they may say something, but in people were dealing with so much stuff that instead of, instead of just assuming something, just, you know, having that empathetic kind of vibe that, Hey, maybe they're going through something. And, 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 you know, I think that it just allows I, I, people uh, to. I message a lot of strangers on my Instagram. Um, that just like like my pictures or watching my stories, I reach out to them and it's never like, hey, do you want to come and work out with me? No, it's how are you? Thank you so much for loving my my post or my whatever. Mm -hmm. um, how yeah. are you? How are you hanging in there? Yeah. And sometimes they come and they give me three paragraphs of what they're going through. And I'm like, whoa, you know, but that's that's network marketing. That's building relationships and you know, I talk to a lot of strangers. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's wild with, uh, with doing this podcast. It has, has, I, I love having conversations. I, uh, I was an executive recruiter for 14 years. And so I just enjoy people's stories and, and understanding things. Um, but it really has allowed me to have some really remarkable conversations and, and really connect with people uh, in a completely different way, which is really what I love. And so this has really been a lot of fun. Uh, but for me, it was, you know, talking about first steps, this was a, this was a challenging first step for me because I was a little apprehensive about the whole thing. Cause I didn't even know where to go. I had to ask a buddy, like, how do you even get a podcast? You know, like, where oh, do I wow. go on my phone? Um, but then it was just like, okay, well, I did my first video and then it was like, okay, now I know what I want to do and where I want to take it. And, uh, um, but just coming over that, getting over that first step is, is, is challenging for folks, but, uh, but we all have it in us. It's not so scary. It never is very scary. No. <laughs> yeah. Once you get over that, that hump of the fear, you're like, Oh, that's it. Mm -hmm. I got that wasn't this. so bad. No. I mean, when I first got into coaching, I was like, Oh, what did I do? How, why did I say yes? Mm -hmm. How am I going to go out there and talk to people? I don't do that. I mean, I do, but you know, <laughs> don't. yeah, oh, but now business. it's different. Yeah. 
Now it's yeah. what I have to do. So, you know, I, I, I always say, you know, with, I opened up the preschool, I had to go door to door, stand in front of a Publix and advertise. So to me, my social media is my storefront. You know, you know, when I first graduated college, one of the one of the jobs that I had was in sales and it was ever and it was selling advertising for a competitive phone book. And um, I heard so many no's that it really developed that thick skin of like, hey, listen, if you know, rejection is going to be a part of everything that you do. And the more that you get comfortable with it and don't take it personal and just move on to the next, you know, it just, it, it becomes kind of what you have to do. Um, but yeah, you got to grow um, in this business thick skin. And like, just like yesterday, I messaged a girl and she was like, oh, you know, I've done that before. I rather lift heavy and, you know, get a better workout. And I said, well, you can get a great workout at home for 30 minutes a day. Um, mm -hmm. You can lift heavy if you want to, you know, but you don't have to live heavy to get results. So point being, she was like, no, no, no. I just, please don't contact me again. Okay. At yeah. the beginning, I would have been like, oh my God. She said, no, what, <laughs> oh, what do I do? And it would have, it would have analysis paralysis. I would have stopped because yeah. I got to know. And I'm just like, what's the worst that can happen? Say no. Okay, next. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can't that, help you. And that's an, that's an important thing for, you know, I, I, what you're doing and the individual that you are allows other people to kind of flourish, right? To say that I don't stop. I go after what I want. And just because it's not right for somebody else doesn't mean that it's not right. And it's just not right for that person. And, and we move forward this. And that's the, that's the beauty of it, right? Like There's this world is made up of 7 billion people, like not everyone, nor should everyone enjoy the same things. Like we all have different personalities. We all have different things that we find and, and yeah, we should all move. And so even if it's walking, just go out and do something for 30 minutes a day. The walking exactly. has a huge health benefit, both physically and mentally. So, you know, our bodies are meant to I move. Smell the air. Yeah. Walk. <laughs> That's one thing that that happened a lot with, with COVID is that people were outside mm -hmm. just walking, mm -hmm. riding a bike. And I was like, I've never felt so much um, family time and really stopping to smell the flowers. Yeah. Kind Back when it first started, you know, it was March and April. Things were just starting to get nice back here up in the Northeast. And, you know, we were walking, my wife and I went for like probably four walks a day. Like, and it was just, it was just nice to be outside and take that break. And it was such Conversation. a- Oh yeah. You know, and it's amazing when you start talking to people and they develop a new routine about going for a walk or spending time, you know, with their spouse or partner. And then all of a sudden it's just like, Oh yeah, we have great conversations now. And it's just like, well, yeah, when you put your phones down and you spend time with each other, you're forced to talk. <laughs> and, you had nothing to do because you couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You were forced then, to talk to your family. Well, but then it becomes, oh, you know, I really enjoyed this. I really missed yeah. this. This was something yeah. that really, so now how do I, I hope as things start to kind of open back up, 
that mm -hmm. we don't lose all of the things that people learned this past year and we don't Absolutely. go right back into old habits and forget about all of the things that we really did enjoy about what last year taught us because um it was a lesson it, it, it taught was, us all a lesson here took a lesson mm -hmm. it's just how are you going to come out of it you know mm -hmm. what yeah. did that lesson teach you yeah Absolutely. Well, listen, Adriana, this was an amazing conversation. I love the inspiration that you give to everyone that the role model that you are for people to emulate, to, to follow their passions, to take those first steps and just try. And you never know what's going to come from everything, but you know, you've done a great job for yourself and your family and the people that are around you. Um, because everyone just talks about really what a shining star and the energy that you bring into our room. And so, oh, uh, and so thank you for giving that to the world. Thank you for, you know, being that role model. And, uh, um, you know, it was, uh, it was really a great conversation. I truly appreciate your time. Likewise. Thank you so much. Yeah, Thanks I so can't wait to get down to Florida so that we can have a conversation in, uh, I in know, person. I know. <laughs> Hopefully this year I'll, uh, I'll keep you posted through Jaina.